Hi there, I'm Nicole Gilbert, and you've joined the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Are you new to sewing and want to start quilting but have no idea where to begin? Each Wednesday, join me as I share the ins and outs of that quilt life. If you don't have a sewing machine, have no idea how much fabric you need, or you're just trying to figure out where the heck to stick that bobbin, this is the podcast for you. Hey folks, Nicole here, and welcome to episode 59 of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Today, we are chatting about quilt retreats. But first, a quick reminder. Before we dive in, I just wanted to drop a quick reminder that our podcast thrives on reviews by amazing listeners like you. Positive reviews allow my podcast to reach more new listeners, which in turn allows me to create more and more episodes. So head on over to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review today. Okay, guys, let's get sewing. So quilt retreats, totally on my mind because one, I just booked my uh, quilt retreat with my quilt guild in November, so I'm so excited. My room is booked and I am raring to go. I'm also thinking about it a lot because I uh, just found out that Quilt Market, which is the uh, industry portion of the International Quilt Festival in Houston is canceled. International Quilt Festival is still going on, so uh, for those of you who wanna go check it out, totally do it. But prior to the festival, there's market, which is just for people in the industry. And it's like a time where we can, you know, we can shop for our stores, we can network. It's, it's pretty cool. And I am so bummed that it's not there, which is why I'm, it's not happening. Um, and so now I've kind of like dived all in on my excitement for, uh, my retreat in November now, because I am fiending for some quilty get-togethers. And quite frankly, since uh, COVID hit, I am even more isolated than usual. And quilting is kind of a solitary sport, you know what I mean? Uh, So that getting these retreats and get-togethers and festivals and markets that we usually have uh, is beginning to be a bit of a bummer. But side note, just to clarify before I like, you know, start the rumor mill, for those of you who are attending International Quilt Festival, festival is still on. It's just market that is canceled. Okay, guys. So let's dive into like all things retreat. So first of all, what is a quilt retreat? So a quilt retreat is basically like quilty vacation. Uh, usually they're a weekend. Sometimes they're a week long. Uh, but it's at either a hotel or an event center or a, a designated quilting retreat center. Um, and they're kind of just a way to get together with other women or other quilters that are kind of like-minded or you get together with a bunch of your friends or you go with your quilt guild and you basically just sew all day long and hang out. Legit. You just hang out. It's wonderful. It's such a good time. Uh, it's pretty much my favorite way to vacation. 
um, don't tell my husband, but it's pretty awesome. And I'm always looking for different ways to retreat. Like bucket list is to do one of the big, like there's retreats everywhere from your local quilt guild going to a bed and breakfast for a weekend all the way up to going to France with, you know, rock star level fabric designers. Think like Anna Maria Horner or Tula Pink and like sewing with them for a weekend. Bucket list level, like bucket list level. But they're so much fun. Uh, So how do you find a quilt retreat? So the easiest way... Uh, and the way that most people get into the whole quilt retreat of it all is through their quilt guild. So I actually, the retreat that I'm attending in November is through my quilt guild. And so we are renting out a inn. It's kind of not quite a bed and breakfast, not quite a hotel hotel, but it's like a little cute little country inn. Uh, and it's, you know, a couple hour drive away. So it's away without being like away way, meaning like it's not a huge expense to get there. We're all just drive, you know? Um, and that's, it's nice because when you go, you know, everybody, cause it's your, your guild, you're going together. Now, another way is just to Google. If you Googled right now, quilt retreat, you would come up with so many designated retreat centers and designated companies that host retreats. So there's one big one called uh, Quiltville Inn, and they've only been operation for like two years, but they are taking the retreat world by storm. They're in Virginia. It's this gorgeous old Victorian home, and it's got kitchens. It's got, you know, it sleeps 12. The dining room sits 12. There's multiple living areas where... They're, they have a quilt studio set up so that all 12 of you could be in there with design walls and and cutting mats and all everything that you kind of need is in there already. The living areas are set up for like hand sewing. It's really cool. Really, really cool. And it's in a beautiful location. Um, and that one is really, really popular. There's a lot out in the Midwest and West, like Utah and stuff, uh, that are really cool. Um, Like I said, there's always like big destination ones as well that you can find Uh, just by Googling quilt retreat. You'll, you know, cruises will come up, quilt cruises will come up, which I have no idea if cruising is even ever going to be a thing again, thanks to COVID. Uh, But those sound kind of cool, even though it does kind of defeat the purpose. I, I would take like a quilt cruise to Alaska. I don't really know how I feel about like the quilt cruises to like the Caribbean because like I'm going to be inside sewing all day. I don't need it to be like gorgeous outside. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll English paper piece. I don't know. I rule nothing out because it sounds like fun. Um, And then obviously the big like European destination ones, which are like at chateaus and stuff, which are always really, really cool. Now, um, you may want to narrow down your search. Now, what's interesting about those ones, a lot of times you should bring a buddy You should like go into it with those ones that you just kind of search and find and you may be traveling destination style to. You might want to bring a buddy because they fill up the rooms by just selling the vacation package, kind of like travel agent style, like how you would fill up an excursion. 
that's how they fill them up. Meaning the people that attend are usually from all over the country, if not the world, depending on what kind of destination that you're doing. Um, and you may not know anybody. And that may or may not be a turnoff for you. Again, that's something that I think bucket list I might want to do. Just go by myself, not really know anybody, um, really immerse myself in the sewing and just make great friends, new friends, new stories, new experiences. I'm here for it. But that might be the mill spouse in me going because if I'm really being honest, the quilt guild that I'm part of right now, I haven't been a member of for very long because we haven't lived here for very long. So while I know these women, I don't know these women and now I'm going away with them. So I think it might just be also a personality thing, uh, but that's definitely something to keep in mind. Okay, guys, so what do you bring with you? Like, think about all the things. I'm, I'm actually currently sitting in my uh, Nicole Gilbert Quilts studio, which is like my everything. It's my office. It's my podcast recording studio. It's my sewing studio. It's a classroom. You know, it's everything for me. But I've got everything in here and it is like densely packed. So think about, you know, comfortably sewing somewhere else for four days. You know, you got to really think about this. So I'm going to break it down kind of by category. So what should you bring for your sewing machine? So you should obviously bring your sewing machine. You should um, ideally have it serviced before the retreat. Um, just because you just never know and you want it in tip top shape. The last thing you want is to be like out in the middle of nowhere and not have any way to fix your sewing machine. And now you're at a sewing retreat and you can't sew, you know? Uh, so we definitely want to make sure we're doing that. And bring your manual because you just never know. You never know what's going to come up. Bring your manual. It doesn't take up much space. Just bring it. Okay. Make sure obviously you remember your foot pedal and your power cord. Bring an extension cord and power strip. You know, outlets are outlets. You don't know how the room's going to be set up. You don't know if you're going to be able to just like plug up right in front of an outlet. Just bring the extension cord and a power strip. And if you didn't need it, at least you had it. You should bring extra needles, bobbins, a lint brush, sewing machine oil, your little screwdriver. Um, you can bring an extension or tilt table for your machine. Uh, I especially always want to remember my extension table for my machine, mostly because um, my machine, I'm so used to it. My husband made me a custom table, and so my machine sits flush in. Oh, let me, I'll back up a second in a moment. But it sits flush in, and so I like having the extension table just because I'm so used to working with it with a certain amount of floor space, if you will, uh, which wouldn't happen if it was just sitting on top of a table, which it's obviously going to do when we get to the retreat. For retreats where I'm driving and it's more than 48 hours, I bring my big machine. I do not bring my travel machine. I bring my big machine. If it's a flying one, I bring my travel machine because my big machine is big. I have a uh, Janome M7, which is quite large. Uh, and I don't, I, I honestly, I wouldn't trust it on a plane straight up. Uh, so yeah, so I bring my big machine 
Uh, and that's just a personal preference. Most people will bring their travel machines still. I just don't want to feel hampered like I'm making nothing but like little bits or only working on parts of projects because I'm on my travel machine because my big machine has so much more capability. Um, make sure you're bringing any feet you may need uh, for your machine. So think walking foot, quarter inch foot, zipper foot, you know, etc. Uh, bring a pad or a cushion for your chair. I love my uh, sewing room chair so much and it is like perfectly molded to my tush. And obviously when you go to a retreat center, the chair you got is the chair you got. So you should bring a cushion just to make sure that you are nice and cozy. Now for your projects themselves, you should bring the thread that you'll need for each project. You'll want to bring buttons, zippers, batting, interface, you know, whatever you're actually, the actual materials that you'll need for your project. Uh, scissors for cutting fabric, a pa- uh, you know, think a pair for paper as well as a pair for fabric and cutting threads. Um, or if you're hand sewing, because you just never know what the situation might bring and the center might not be stocked with anything. So keep that in mind. You might need paper scissors as well as your fabric scissors. Um, cutting mats, small or medium size. I mean, you, we can't all go with a gigantic one. There's just not going to be space for it. Uh, in an ideal world, there is, but, you know, it's not an ideal world. Uh, a rotary cutter and extra blades and your rulers. Uh, seam ripper. Uh, some people think, some people use thread catchers. Go for it. My thread catcher is my belly, quite frankly, <laughs> and I just pick it off. But, you know, if you are want a thread catcher, bring a thread catcher. Pin cushion and pins. Uh, hand sewing needles and thimble if you're planning on English paper piecing or any sort of hand sewing. I always bring hand sewing because, uh, you know, after dinner, you might be sitting around having drinks. I still want to sew. I still want to be sewing. I want to sew every single moment of my sewing retreat. Okay, said it. Uh, marking pens and pencils, measuring tape, masking tape or scotch tape, uh, basting glue or glue sticks, your basting spray, batting, safety pins, and backing if you're planning on actually making a quilt sandwich while you're there. I would avoid bringing what you know you're not going to get to. You know what I mean? Like if you're just starting a quilt top, you're not going to quilt that thing in three days, you know? So, I mean, don't bring excessive amounts of things. But also remember, you're going to be there for three or four days. So if you want to quilt something, you can. This is not like, you know, a sew-in day at your quilt guild. Like you actually could get some stuff done. Uh, So keep that in mind. Uh, Ziploc bags in a variety of sizes will be a game changer for you for organization, especially because everybody's stuff is out. Um, A travel iron and a small ironing board or mat. Um, Let's see, you know. If you're a starch person, oh, a light and magnifier, if that's something that you like. Personally, I bring my desktop op light with me, regardless, everywhere I go, to brighten everything up just because you never know. Some places are specially designed as quilt retreats, and so they've got like those op light style LED lights in the ceiling already, so it's like, it's lit up like the 4th of July in there. Uh, but some places are just normal places. And so you want to make sure that you're optimizing your light because you will be sewing all day. Um, 
Let's see. And then obviously don't forget your pattern, your books, or your instructions for your projects. The worst thing is getting there and then you're like, okay, now what do I do? Because I'm kind of screwed. You know, you don't want to be in that situation. Okay, now for the miscellaneous things. Bring paper, a notebook, graph paper, pens, pencils, felt tip markers, post-it notes. A lot of times at retreats, and when I say a lot of times, I would say like 90% of times, there's at least one program that is scheduled, but be it a lecture or a workshop from a designer or uh, somebody who's got an interesting new quilt technique for you to learn. Uh, And so you kind of want to have all of your learning accoutrements with you uh, so that you're raring to go. Uh, Bring your glasses and your sunglasses because I've seen many a quilt retreat center that has a beautiful open porch and I am here for sewing on the porch. Uh, You know, any medication that you need, water bottle that you can refill so that you could just have it next to your machine all day. Band-Aids, because let's be real, we're working with rotary cutters and needles, people. Uh, Tylenol, ibuprofen, any other painkillers, you know. Again, one, you're sitting in front of your sewing machine all day, and every once in a while you just got to pop an Advil. Um, But two, again, you're going to be away from the house. You want to have that kind of stuff. Kleenex, hand lotion, nail files, lip balm, uh, you know, charging cables for everything, you know. Clothing layers. Again, we're not, you never quite know what the uh, space is going to be like. Is it going to, is it going to like freeze you out because you're in a hotel ballroom? Is it going to be hot because you're in this like cool barn setup and it's August where you are? Uh, So I like to bring layering items so that you're comfortable no matter what. Uh, Bring comfortable shoes and slippers. This ain't a fashion show. We're sewing people. Um, Snacks to share snacks for yourself and snacks to share because that's how you make friends like you could totally kidnap me if you had a box of apple cider donuts um chocolate wine just saying i said it you could you could pick that up or leave it where it is but wine um and uh yeah a good attitude really and that's all you need it's it's a good time it's a, it's a really good time Whew, so that was kind of a lot Uh, for the packing list. Now let's move on. What should you expect to finish while you're there? You're actually going to be there for four days. Well, three or four days. I mean, it's not set in stone. Some are, you know, Friday to Sunday, like Friday afternoon to Sunday. So that's maybe 48 hours. Uh, But a lot, excuse me, um, a lot of retreats are four or five days, even seven days long. And you can actually get a lot done when your only thing that you're doing is eating and sewing. If you're only eating and sewing, that's a lot of hours to get projects done. I actually suggest bringing a main project and then bringing a couple of side projects as well, just in case you get finished earlier than you thought, you still have things to work on, you still have things to do. Um, so I would definitely bring a couple more projects. Like if you think, oh, this is the project I'm going to work on the whole time, bring two more. However, buddy, you think you're going to get through in that time period, add two more just to be on the safe side. Okay. Um, so there's quite a few things that you should ask the host, uh, before you attend a quilt retreat. And, um, I say this. 
regardless of who the host is. The host could be your, you know, the person in charge of events with your quilt guild. The host could be a company that just like puts these packages together and then send you on your merry way and you're, you know, at a five-star resort and they happen to have all this set up for you. Your host could be a, the, a designated quilt retreat center. So really look at your situation and figure out which is your, your actual host. But if you're going to stay overnight, which most of the time you will, but if you're going to stay overnight, be sure to ask if you need to supply your own bedding, towels, paper products, and utensils for food. Um, not all quilt retreats are created equally. Um, and also there's some like that Quiltville place I told, told you about. Beautiful, well-stocked. You have to cook your own food. There's many other ones that are all-inclusive. You know, so let's got to think about that as well. Um so, so think about how that's going to work out. Um, if you're staying somewhere that is a dedicated sewing retreat, uh, many large items like uh, your cutting mats, ironing boards, irons, even sometimes the design walls may already be in place. So you may not have to pack those items and that will save you so much time and also prevent you from taking unnecessary items, jam packing your cars, making a whole thing. However, it's always a good idea to like triple check that because nobody wants to show up without a rotary cutter or a cutting mat. You know what I mean? Okay. So if you're staying at a new location and you aren't sure about the lighting conditions, you should definitely ask about the lighting. If there are not a lot of windows for natural light or you plan to sew late into the night, you may want to consider bringing a portable lamp with you. Like I mentioned earlier that I bring my ot light with me. Uh, some things for you to consider about quilt retreats. So be sure to read through your pattern instructions uh, before you pack so that you know if your pattern requires any specialty tools like templates or fusibles or marking tools, whatever. Uh, that way you make sure you have weird things because a lot of times when we're packing, we're like, well, this is the stuff that I use normally for sewing. And it's like, yeah, but this particular pattern is going to make me use that one thing that I almost never use make sure you, 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 so you want to be able to make sure that you pack that with you. Um, uh, yes. Another thing is consider bringing, uh, okay. No, I touched on that already. Um, uh, if you're not a hand piecer or an English paper piecer or, you know, you're not a hand binder or a hand quilter, um, start. <laughs> I said it. Uh, because there, you're going to get sick of your machine or there's going to be a time when you guys are just sitting around on the porch or sitting in the living room and you kind of have drifted away from your sewing machines. Maybe somebody bought amazing apple cider donuts. Can you tell it's fall and I'm just thinking about apple cider donuts today? Um, but you may want to just sit around and maybe you don't want to sew, but I personally do. I like to squeeze out every second of sewing time uh, uninterrupted that I possibly can get. So I bring hand projects as well so I can still feel like I'm making prog progress on something. Uh, make sure that you protect your sewing machine um, when you're moving it. Like I said earlier, I like to bring my big sewing machine which also means I carry a most 
intense case you've ever seen. It is a gigantic pelican uh, footlocker with high density foam that's been custom cut for my machine. Uh, it rolls. It's just, it's a humongous thing. Um, and it's because I love my sewing machine so, so much. So, so, so much. Um, and so I really think about how you're going to transport your machine. Uh, if you're like me, where I usually put my travel machine, I'm, I created a a bag, like I made it myself a bag for it, and I use a Samsonite luggage trolley, trolley, which is all fine and good, but when I'm going on sewing retreat, I'm bringing so much stuff, and I'm packing so much stuff into my vehicle um, that I really, really, really want to make sure nothing happens to my machine, so if I was to take my travel machine I would probably pack it in something a little bit more heavy duty or isolate it somewhere, you know, on in my car so that it there's like absolutely no chance of it getting bonked. Um, so I, that's, I just gave you a lot of information. I just realized I just like a scrolling back through all of my notes and I'm like, holy moly, that was a lot. Um, but really what you really, really, really want to think about is how can I get through this weekend and have the absolute most fun I possibly can? How can I bond with other quilters like myself? How can I learn new things um, and just enjoy my time? Because I, and this is me speaking from my personal experiences and my stage of life where I am right now with three small children and being a military spouse where my husband is gone quite a bit and I'm running myself ragged, getting four days to do something that is totally for me that I absolutely adore. Um, I don't take that lightly. And so I'm squeezing every last bit of it out. So I just want you guys to do the same. All right, guys, so you have just finished another episode of the Stop Scrolling, Start Sewing podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and make sure you never miss an episode by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Now stop scrolling and start sewing. 